Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Just making sure, I feel like. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Jacqueline Rodriguez. She is a holistic and sustainable salon owner, and she is the founder of the Clean Beauty Biz Method, which I cannot wait to hear more about. Welcome, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for being a guest today on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and to just have a great time getting to chat with you. Thank you. I was very intrigued. You know, you and I have been chatting on social media. And as soon as I saw the words holistic, clean, sustainable, they are such great buzzwords right now. And they're things that at my age, I'm just understanding the importance of. It's embarrassing that I really didn't pay any attention. And I've been in a busy salon with tons of chemicals for over 35 years. Um, And now people seem to be becoming aware of healthier living, you know, we have cell phones that are not good for us and microwaves and all of the things outside of our salons, but even more stuff going on in the salon. So I'm, I'm really excited to hear more about your clean beauty biz method. Yes. Thank you. It, you're right. It, it really is a hot topic. And what's funny is when I got started, it was not the trend. <laughs> it was not the hot topic, but I really, I was living that like really clean, green lifestyle in my home. I had switched everything over and I noticed at home, felt really, really good. There was no toxins. I was eating like the stuff I was putting in my body and around my body was perfect. But then every single day, I was walking into this super toxic place and I never noticed it before because when I switched over the salon, like you just go from one toxic place to the next. And I noticed the big difference, like having a few days at home, no headaches. I didn't feel like that, that itchy throat or itchy eyes. Um, And really the dull headaches were a big thing for me. I'd go into the salon for a few days, work a few hours, and at the end of the day, I had that dull headache, and I thought that was always just the way it was until I saw the contrast of how I was living at home and then walking into the salon, and like you said, I mean, it's it's starting to be a trend now, and more people are hearing about it, but it's really because of the food industry in the cosmetic industry going that way that we're not far behind. And we really get to start looking at the way that we are running business behind the chair in our environments. Cause I don't know about you, but I I spend, I feel like way more time in the salon than I do at home. And I'm sure everybody here listening feels the same way. Absolutely. And when you first said toxic environment, I know the hairs on people's necks stood up and they're thinking drama, negativity, staff, staff culture things, but it's, it's literally toxic 
chemicals. And, you know, it's funny because we just automatically, we started using them in beauty school. It just became part of our everyday life. And I would see an article here and there where there would be a connection to the chemicals in a salon leading to certain types of cancers. And it would terrify me, but I love what I do. And I was like, I can't imagine never coloring hair. Like that's not an option. So I'm so grateful that coaches like you and, and people are out there that are saying you can still be in the industry. You just have to be smart and you have to take precautions. I mean, I'm sure you'll agree every single day on Instagram, you see somebody running their fingers down a glaze in hair to make it look, you know, so sensual and beautiful on an Instagram reel. But I'm like, girl, why don't you have gloves on? That's going right into your bloodstream. Your fingertips pick up everything and it goes right into your body. And we just don't think we've become almost desensitized to the danger that we deal with because it's just our everyday norm. Well, think about it. I mean, it's the things that we're touching with our largest organ and 60% of what we put on our skin is absorbed into our bloodstream. Every single time you touch color without gloves, every single time you're taking and putting, I mean, look at the ingredients in your products that you're putting on your hair. If you wouldn't break down any of those ingredients and individually put them on your skin, then you shouldn't be using it. And it's like, it's so crazy because it, we've been indoctrinated into it. Like you said, when we got into school, we didn't think about it, right? It was not something that was even in our awareness. And I know this might make a lot of people mad, but we've been lied to through the beauty industry saying that all of these products are safe for us not only to be touching, using day in and day out, but sitting there and breathing in all of these toxins because it's what we're touching, it's what we're breathing in. And then, you know, you add that with the rest of how wonderfully we take care of ourselves. Our immune systems are down. Our adrenal system is down because we don't eat. We don't sleep. We don't take care of ourselves. We're constantly on the run. And then you add all the toxins and it's a recipe for disaster. And that's where a lot of people, they get sick. They have to actually leave the industry um, with even even with things like rashes. And now of course I can't think of the name of the rash, but my, one of my stylists, before we switched over, she had been, been in the industry for a while and she developed this rash that as soon as she was in the salon. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I, have, too. I have it right here in my hand. Look how bad it is even now. And this uh, is under control with medicine. And this is not being in the salon anymore every day. It was way worse yeah. when I was in the salon, but to your point, I did hair for 35 years before that came out. So it's, yeah. you're using it and you're thinking, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But it's like the buildup in your system where it's like enough is enough. I have to fight back here. And it's crazy because mm-hmm. it's one hand. It's not both hands. It's only the yeah. one hand. It's, it's so annoying because it hurts. It cracks. It bleeds. I've done every kind of cream, lotion, yeah. potion, which to yeah. your point, I'm putting more toxins <laughs> in my body. Yeah. Putting the cream on, trying to get rid of the rash when the rash came from the toxins. It's, it's overwhelming, honestly. Yes, it can be overwhelming. And we've been doing this one way for so, so long. 
So really my, my whole point is not to like overwhelm people even more. It's just simply awareness. Like we get to wake up and demand that things are better for us that we don't have to make this huge choice of, do I choose my health or my career? That's- the first time I felt that way was with the um, Brazilian blowouts. When we, we started oh, yeah. to do those in the salon and I put in you know, a really high performing exhaust fan above where we were doing them. We were constantly setting off the smoke detectors because so much smoke was coming off the hair and the fire department was coming. It was very entertaining, Um, (laughs) but I didn't do, I'm a colorist, so I didn't do them. And I would be in the back in the color room and my chest would burn. It would feel so tight and, and just really hard to breathe. I had the burning eyes. I had all of the side effects of being in the room with someone doing it, you know, several feet away. And the client, the first time the client would have it done, it was life-changing. I'm not going to lie. They would have that huge kinky, messy everywhere. Wouldn't do anything kind of fuzzy hair. And this made them, you know, feel like a whole new person. They loved it. But from the first retouch on, like from the second time they had it done to the third, to the fourth, each time, was less of a positive result. They would say it didn't last yeah. as long or it didn't get as smooth or whatever. So we just stopped doing them because one of the girls that was doing them the most was very pregnant. And I just would look at her and be like, I can't believe you're doing this pregnant. Like that oh, is so gosh. dangerous. And we just stopped cold turkey. Our clients were freaking mm-hmm. out. We actually sent our clients to other salons to have it done because we're like, yeah. we don't want to keep them from having it. We just don't want to do it. So it's, it's like one step at a time, taking away the, the, the huge offenders that are super obvious and then going yeah. from there. Yeah, uh, we definitely do not do any Brazilian blowouts. Um, we had tried for a little while the keratin that had no um, formaldehyde. <laughs> but it had other aldehydes, which is I was just gonna say it just had other aldehyde, it just had its stepbrother, the aldehyde. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, all the same things, right? And that is a huge realization, like right there, that's immediate. But then the things that are lurking and like sneaky are the ones like you have that's compound effect. Yeah layer by layer, day by day, and compound effect is probably the worst because we don't even realize it. We don't feel the effects right away. And I know for a fact, hairstylists, you go home exhausted, not feeling well, have a slight headache, and you just think, oh, it's because I had a busy day at the salon. Stressful day, yeah. Yeah, but then when you wipe all that away, you still have a busy, stressful day at the salon, right? But then you're not having the after effects of all the toxins because they're poison. We're, you would not open up your bleach, you know, like under your cabinet, grab the bleach or the ammonia and just like put your hand in it, right? <laughs> we just wouldn't do those things. But this, these are the hiding, lurking things that really should be brought forward to say that we got to do something different here. 
So what was one of the first small steps that you took, you know, for people listening, where do you even begin? As I said earlier, it can be super overwhelming because it's almost like when you redo a room in your house and it looks amazing. And now all of a sudden the other rooms just look awful, even though they weren't awful before you did the, redid the room. So I would imagine it's like, once you get feeling better and and you start to see the difference, it -hmm. it starts to be like, you want to just get rid of everything in your salon and start over. So for it to not be overwhelming, where do you even begin? I started really, really simply with just my cleaning products because there's so many, I mean, I I had switched them at home, but switching them in the salon is even more important, right? So get rid of your cleaning products that are super toxic. Like we don't use bleach here. And there are so many options out there now that are non-toxic that will clean and disinfect start researching there, switch that over, and then just look at different lines. Look at different color lines, different hair lines that are non-toxic. And the biggest thing there when you're looking, don't just go by the, the surface, you know, flip around and look at the ingredients. Look at the missions of the products themselves, the values of the products themselves, because there is a ton, because it is such a trendy hot topic thing, there's a ton of greenwashing. So don't go crazy. Like don't try to switch everything over. Research a few that you like and then order a small amount and test it out. I tested stuff out forever before I started switching over. And then once you do start switching over, it is that immediate effect because you start opening up your eyes to a whole new world and just take one thing at a time. Don't try to go crazy overboard and overwhelm yourself and seek help. When I started my journey, I had no one. There was no coach out there. There was nothing in the industry that was helping me find these places. So reach out and find help, proven strategies that you don't have to do all the guesswork and figure out all the little pieces. And not only that, it's a community, right? It's finding other people who are like-minded that will support you because that's the key. When you're sitting here freaking out and you know now that you can do better, but then you can't change everything overnight, a friend, a community will be there to support you and just like tell you to calm down, (laughs) take one thing at a time and swap advice. I love that. And, you know, once you get started, you know, people will write to me all the time because I specialize in color education. They'll say, my client wants a totally natural, ammonia-free, you know, uh, what's the other word, the buzzword, all of vegan, um, gluten-free, all these things. And I'm like, I'm sorry, to my knowledge, as a 35 year colorist, I don't think that exists other than henna, which has very limited capabilities. Have you found a color line that's cleaner, but not all of those things? Like, what would you say is the cleanest that you are proud? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there are so many more coming out, but the ones that are like, that have nothing, nothing, you're right. It is still only henna. And those, that's so limited. I don't suggest using that only to 
I won't do it here in the salon because it takes like a bajillion hours. <laughs> um, but for, for my salon, I have found a way. I, I knew you were going to say way. that because that's the closest yeah. that I've seen to being the cleanest, yeah. but, but from a chemistry standpoint, even OA, if you're lifting hair, there's chemicals in it. Like there's no way it's all natural. So I think people get caught yeah. up, like you said, in the the advertising marketing part of things. They're like, oh, my color has no peroxide, no ammonia, no, 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 no. And I'm like, okay, okay, you yeah. went from a level four to a seven, but you don't have any of those things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was very intrigued with OA. I, I looked into it. Um, we yeah. almost switched in the salon. Um, we didn't do it. I'm trying to remember why we didn't do it in the end. Um, I think it was something to do with like being able to get it quick enough in our area because it wasn't as gotcha. you know easy to get. It's not like you can go into a store when you run out of a color. I think that was what held us yeah, back because it was you during do have COVID to order. and supply chain and all that stuff. Um, but I love, yeah. aren't they the ones that have that um, Ayurvedic drip thing with the yes the hydrodara I am obsessed with that I want that so bad (laughs) that's what that's what drew me to it I'm like that is amazing yeah yeah I love and if you look at the missions and the values of OA and there's other brands too don't get me wrong like I'm not an OA rep it's just what I use and yeah the color line is the cleanest I have found on the market is it 100% chemical free. No, like you said, I mean, we're lifting color and I, I mean, I obviously use this, I use eco-friendly, um, biodegradable gloves so that I'm not harming the planet too. And I use gloves for everything, but their, um, product line, their product line is 100% green chemistry, organic products. So when you look at that, like, look at your products, the straightening cream, the, you know, mousse, that type of thing, hairspray, oh my goodness, hairspray, and then you're breathing it all in. And it's, you know, those types of things will make a huge difference as well. So it's like twofold, see where you can put the least amount of chemicals into your color line. And then look at your product line, like, where can you go with that so that you're reducing the chemicals all the way there. Cause there are a lot of brands that now have gotten way, way cleaner on their product line. I know it's a trend. I must've been really toxic because my deodorant was discontinued. My favorite color remover was discontinued. My favorite lipstick was discontinued. I said to my kids, either I have really bad taste or those things were so bad chemically that with this whole green thing going on. The companies were like, mm, we can't keep making that. I'm like, how am I not glowing right now? Because they were all, my, all of my favorite things. So it, it bums me out. But then I think, okay, they're protecting me from myself. I have to find something that is cleaner yeah. and, and works better that way. Now, do you find, um, I would imagine when you just said the biodegradable gloves, the first thing that I thought of, unfortunately, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but the first thing I thought of is, wow, those gloves are costing her a lot. And lately mm-hmm. the price of gloves, the price of foil, the price of everything, hair color, all the things has gone up so much. Do you find that your brand has to be a luxury brand to be able to do those products and provide those things for your client and still make a profit? Like, has that been a big thing for you switching over? Not, not me, not necessarily, but I live 
in a metropolitan area. I'm well, I'm outside of it. I'm in Warrington and DC is about 40 minutes from me. So the pricing of everything here, you got anywhere from a small mom and pop shop that still does $25 haircuts to if you look at the franchise places, um, they're doing anywhere up to like a hundred and some dollar haircuts. Wow. So the price market here is very, it fluctuates just depending on where you're at and what you want to charge, honestly. So I have kept my prices very fair, but let's be real here. My products do cost more. And the fact of the matter is I'm not just another hair salon. It is an experience when you come here. So we all in the industry talk about pricing and how do we price ourselves? Well, it's not just pricing because of my products. It's because of the experience and the mission and the values of my company that I can charge what I charge. And when I market it that way and I'm true to it down to the core, every stylist is the same with it here in the salon then I'm already bringing in clients who want that and who are willing to pay for it because the new generation of clients, the younger generation, they care more about values and missions of businesses. And honestly, if we don't jump on the boat, we're going to either be left behind or we're going to have to like switch over unwillingly when clients no longer are going to want to walk into a salon that does not have values like that, who are trying to save the planet, reduce waste, reduce toxins, and create safe environments. And if nothing else, COVID taught us, people want nice, good quality things, and they're just not willing to settle anymore because they don't have to. I agree. And I agree about the, the younger generation because my son gets so upset when he sees people buying cases of bottles of water. Oh my gosh. It drives him insane. Like if we, if we yeah. run a beach house or whatever, he's like, you are not buying, like we have to buy it in a big gallon jug if we're away yeah. and we can't, can't be home. But at home, we all have filters on our sink where we get it right out of the yeah. sink. He's like, that's the biggest bunch of nonsense, all that plastic. And I'm like, wow. I mean, he didn't learn that from me. You know what I mean? We, we were yeah. brought up like, don't drink the water. Here I go. I had to say water. We talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink the water in Philadelphia. Like it's not good. And, and Florida water is not good either. Yeah. Um, so you want good quality water, but it's like, you have to take the steps to, and, and then it was, um, you know, you would get a, a plastic reusable water bottle. And it's like, don't keep using that. There's bacteria in there. It doesn't all, you know, if you leave it sitting in your car, I'm like, oh my gosh. So yeah. that's why when I say it's overwhelming, it really doesn't have to be. But I think when you're coming from doing nothing to all of a yeah. sudden trying to do everything, it's, it's, you're so, so on high alert and so aware and you can finally see it. My son gets upset at me with suntan lotion. I live in Florida. If I don't wear suntan lotion, I'm going to die of melanoma. Like I am in the sun 364. Like I have one day that I'm not in the sun a year. Um, so I, you know, slather on the 50 and he's like, mom, that's so bad. And I'm like, yeah, but so is getting burnt. So he's researching for me now, the cleanest, oh, there's you know, so many sunscreen. Yeah. 
so many products out there and there is a great app for your phone. Let me pull it up too. Um, e Hold on. So sunscreen, you mentioned deodorant, right? So that's where I started. And mind you, I did not grow up like that either. Like we use the most toxic, toxic stuff. It's not like I grew up that way. Um, my, my story is actually, my kids were little, two little tiny toddlers and baby running around and I was cleaning my bathroom with all the normal bleach 409. I don't even know the names anymore. Um, cleaning it and they kept trying to come into the bathroom. I'm like, no, I don't want you breathing this in. Get out of here, get out of here. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, I shouldn't be breathing this in. And, <laughs> like, and you're going to be putting their butt in the tub that you just cleaned with it. So, yes. you know what I mean? It's kind of crazy <laughs> when you think about it. Exactly. So that's where I started. So this wasn't until I was older that I, I had the same thing of like, oh my gosh, all this stuff is so bad. And I opened Pandora's box from that one little light bulb moment. And I did, I went into complete overwhelm. I freaked out my poor, poor husband and family. Cause I'm like, don't touch this. Don't use this. Don't bring this into the house. <laughs> and I, like I said, I had all of that. And that's why I do what I do because it doesn't have to be like that. Does not have to be overwhelming. Seek support. If it's not for me, there's other support. Like just seek a support group that can be there that will give you ideas and just, I don't know, be there. Like that's the biggest thing is like not let yourself go into overwhelm because you can do it together as a community. Um, but start with things like that, like your deodorant. That's the hardest one. I will tell you, it is the hardest one to switch. I found a really, really great way to take care of that um, because you just, the things that have all the antiperspirant and everything, like you're going to feel a difference. Use and find a great one. I recommend without any um, baking soda. I got really allergic to the baking soda. My it's very, too. Yeah, the pH level, it like throws everything off. So I get ones without baking soda. And for the first few months, I would put my deodorant on in the morning and I had these deodorant wipes that were non-toxic and I put those into my bag and then I had deodorant in my bag. So I was putting on deodorant throughout the day so that it wasn't, I didn't feel stinky. And I mean, especially because we're around people so close, like that cannot happen. So take care of yourself, you know, bring the tools to set yourself up for success instead of like the antiperspirants, you put it in the morning, you don't think about it until the next day you have to do it, right? It's different. So take those little types of tips and just set yourself up for success. But the website or it's an app, it's the EWG app. And they, you can put in any product, like you can sit here and say sunscreen. Yeah, you put sunscreen and see it gives you options. And then it will tell you what the number scale of what's in the product mm, I love that. 
and what to look for, <clears throat> which ones to stay away from. It's on your phone. So wherever you're at, you can easily put it in. They're getting their database bigger. Like when I started using it, there wasn't a ton of things in there. They've grown their database. And now a lot, a lot of products are in there. So just utilize that. That's amazing. And you said, you know, look for help, reach out to somebody. You came, you know, I always believe everybody comes into your life when they're supposed to. And you just came into my life right when I was starting with all of this. So if someone's listening and they're like, I don't want to have to even look to find somebody to help me. I want Jacqueline to help me. How can they get in touch with you? What, what is your program? Is it something that you do through zoom? Do you do in-person things? Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yeah, of course. So my program is going to be, my founding program is going to be launching soon. I don't have an exact date on that, but I'm going to be running a challenge here shortly. So the best thing to do is get in contact with me on um, any social, but Instagram, I love DMing, just messaging people there. So it's under the, it's clean beauty biz coach on Instagram and Facebook. And if you message me there, we can have a discussion. I'm happy to support. And then my Facebook group is where I'm going to be rolling out all the challenge information, the program information, and all of that's going to be coming out. And what I want to say with that is it's not going to be in person. It's all Zoom so that I can meet because I have hairstylist friends like all over the world. And I love that we get to communicate in different places because we bring a whole new aspect to it. And that program is going to be so open to like exactly what you need, because that's why I'm bringing out the founders program first is developing it so that it supports you as a salon owner, suite owner, hairstylist, the absolute most. So that's what's coming out soon. That's amazing. So as soon as you know your date of your challenge, be Mm -hmm. sure to shoot me that link and I'm happy to share it with all my groups on Facebook because it's definitely something that we all need to learn about. And you're amazing. I would love to share you with, uh, with the people that follow me for hair color advice. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and making us aware of this. Um, I'm not ready for the deodorant challenge yet. I'm going to be seeing too many people <laughs> this weekend, but maybe I'll, maybe I'll do it on a Monday when, when I'm home. So just in case yeah. I don't want to uh, offend because I also have the menopause thing thrown in there. So I wake up yeah. smelling like I had a, uh, a wrestling match. So <laughs> It's definitely going to be the the hardest thing to, uh, and I'm definitely going to look into OA again, because like I said, I love that Ayurvedic drip thing. I thought that was so cool. Oh yeah. Such a great um, fit for our brand and our salon. So thanks for reminding me of that. (laughs) The Hydrodara is amazing. But the other thing too, is like you have um, specific scalp treatments that people come in. And the other way I run the salon is we have very, specific um treatments like even with energy work and with um 100 organic scalp treatments that people come in in between their hair color they come mm-hmm. in and you know because you know the balayages they they're going like three yeah. four whatever months and you don't see them again well they come in for these tr- treatments because they are very specialized so it brings in a whole new revenue that we haven't hit yet so that's another amazing thing. 
Yeah. I just had a light bulb moment when you said that. So thank you for yeah. that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And that's the other thing I'll be teaching in the course because you get the whole blueprint. All of these last decades of me switching things over, running a successful salon, that is what is going to be in the program. That's amazing. You're awesome. Thank well, thank you, you so much. much for your time. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with the listeners and for everyone listening. I will see you on the next one. Thanks. Thanks for your time. We'll see you thank soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.